The sport of pickleball is an international phenomenon. We're talking today with the sport's leading athlete. Welcome to How Mom Made It. I'm Mary Goulet. And I'm Heather Ryder. She's a national champion, a pickleball historian, and a pickleball hall of famer. Jennifer Lucor made it playing pickleball. Welcome to the show, Jennifer. Thank you so much, Heather and Mary. I'm so excited to be here. Okay, so this is what we love about doing this show. And when we start talking about it with our friends and family, or we're, you know, posting something on LinkedIn, you just start to find out that the, there's so many women doing so many cool and different things. And then we stumbled upon you mm-hmm. making it playing pickleball. Like, how cool is that? Exactly. I mean, people, they're like, it seems like now they've heard the, heard what the term means, but they're like, okay, I've played it or I need to play it. And I just think it's so cool that we get to chat about it today. So tell us how, how did you get started? How did it all begin for you with pickleball? Wow. Well, first the sports have been around since 1965. So a lot of times people are like, obviously new to the sport. So they're thinking, well, I've only played it a couple of years. Surely it hasn't been around that long. Um, but yeah, it's been around a long time. And my parents had played since the nineties. So, um, in my 40s, I like keep hearing mom and dad are playing pickleball and they won another gold medal at the Senior Olympics and blah, blah, blah. And so we would just kind of, you know, make fun of mom and dad playing pickleball. And then in my mid 40s, I started playing and it's like, oh my gosh, best sport ever. And um, been able to travel the world because of this, this sport and the friendship and all the great stuff. So it's kind of through my parents, um, I found out about it and I've been, you know, about on my 15th or 16 year playing. So mom and dad had the last laugh. Exactly. Exactly. Gosh, isn't that funny when it turnaround comes? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, and it is truly like everybody, even Mary was talking about where, where she goes to church, they're turning the basketball courts into pickleball courts. Like everywhere, yes. everywhere you turn now. People are either talking about pickleball, playing pickleball. It's it's really, and for you to hear from you that it's been around since 1965, I don't think most people even realize that. Right. And, and most don't, right? Because it's so new to them, right? And it's really, they're thinking of what their history is of whatever they're doing. But, uh, but really in the last five or six years, the sport has really taken off for a ton of reasons. But you, we do find courts, you know, popping up at, um, at the malls on top of, buildings on top of hotels like the u- most unique places and you know lots of empty commercial real estate they're filling them with pickleball courts indoors and it's just it's just really cool but it's it's just such a need because to get into the sport you know you really just need your tennis on and show up and someone will say hey you know here's here here's use my paddle this is how we play we play singles or doubles or mixed doubles and then kind of just away you go. And it's just the friendship. And, and again, you know, it's all over the world. So for you traveling moms, you know, if you need your little pickleball dose when you're wherever, you look it up and you're like, oh, they have courts. I get my exercise in. So let's talk about that because this show mm-hmm. is about how mom made it. And you are, mm-hmm. this is a hobby. It's your passion, but it's also a profession for you. Like you are making money playing pickleball. <laughs> And traveling around the world. Right, right. It is kind of funny. So I was kind of like the, a bit of like the trailblazer in, uh, at that because like in 2012, um, I was the first pickleball sponsored player, which means 
you pretty much got paid to play. And then, you know, you got to wear the, it was Pickleball Inc. was the company who was a paddle and ball manufacturer, which they still are. But, you know, so I'd have their logo on my shirt and I'd go to the different tournaments. And, and because of that, you know, I got to do a lot of traveling internationally also. And, um, and, and then, you know, it's like blink and now here we are. But uh, yeah, so it's, because of this passion that I found in my mid forties, just picking up pickleball. Um, it's like, Oh, I did pretty good. I won. Okay. Let's, let's go to another one. And they're like, Jen, come to here, come here, or, you know, come to Spain and come teach some pickleball, come to Thailand, come to Japan. And so it's just so funny because you, you know, as moms going down our path, we don't really know where, where that path will lead, but by following your passion and something like, my God, this is so fun. It's healthy. I'm getting my exercise, the friendship. And then because of that, you know, we're talking right now. And um, and then, you know, got to travel the world and, and just meet so many people and help them on their little journey also. So Heather and I have always said that when we're having fun doing something, like, for instance, in 2003 or so, we started yeah. do, doing our internet radio show. And we were yeah. doing it because the kids were little and we got an hour to ourselves at the studio, you know, yeah. but then we had yeah. so much fun because like, Hey, nobody's listening anyway. And the energy was so positive. It was so uplifting. And we believe that that went out into the ethers and that's how we got our first book deal. So yeah. did it just like snowball every time you look forward to going on the court, you were playing, having fun, meeting people and that energy of yourself, not to get too, I think you're right. I think you do. It, it's like that attraction, right? People are attracted to people who are having fun and following their passion. Well, totally. And, and, that, and that key word, you guys, like you said, is fun because um, there's so much in life going on and all the balancing acts that, you know, the moms have to do. And so pickleball for me was just like fun, a release, you know, get on the court and you forget about all the stuff you need to do laundry taxes take care of the parents children blah 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 and you're just you're just playing pickleball and it and it just stumbled along and um and kind of like how all the other moms you interview all the different things they're doing it's like it was fun and then you know oh cool i'm making some money doing it oh cool i'm meeting all these new people oh cool i get to travel you know so you just it kind of ties in but i think you definitely said it mary about hitting the fun factor is, is key for sure. Well, I do know a lot of people who play pickleball at Bobby Riggs, and then there's a couple yeah. other places, Poinsettia, you know, here in, yeah. yeah. They play like yeah. four days a week. <laughs> One guy, he plays three to four hours a day. Yeah. yeah. And, and those are like totally addicted, right? You'll, yes. Like people are like, Jen, you know, and they just tell me how they love pickleball so much. And I'm like, hey, I totally get it, you know. And uh, and they do say we're, like, super addicted. And, and here in, you know, San Diego County, North County, we have so many great facilities. And like you mentioned, Bobby Riggs and Encinitas. Um, I mean, that was a huge, famous tennis facility, right? Bobby yeah. Riggs, like a stud of the tennis world. And, um, and now they still have some tennis, but there's definitely more pickleball courts. And the place is booming. So um, the Dawson family there, just they love it. They play it. Um, but those little examples are all over the world, um, creating the courts. And so for all you moms, you know, listening, if you haven't played, you definitely got to get out there because it's, 
it's just there's so many benefits of of it and you know if you keep hearing about it you got to like check it out for yourself yes and it doesn't matter what age you are what um your physical size right. is if you will right i saw right. i went there and i was watching and there was this gal probably in her late 60s 70s uh-huh. not trim crushing right. it <laughs> I was thinking to myself, there's got to be a strategy that she knows what she's doing because no. she wasn't like running everywhere. She was just like there when the ball came toward her. It was weird. Right. Right. And that's a, that's a perfect observation because that's kind of how it is. And that's how they say, you know, pickleball is for the all ages. The grandparents can play with the kids. And when I say play, meaning they can hang and the grandparents can beat the kids because, oh, yeah. you know, there's this whole chess game and, um, obviously, there's a lot of physical parts to it. You know, just depends on who's on the other side of the net, right? Um, but uh, yeah, so it's just like really all ages, and you do not need to have you know a racket background to get into this. There's people from no sports background to some you know some sport background. Um, obviously, if you had like a tennis or something, it's a little bit easier getting in there. But for the new people, I just tell them, you know. Give it 15, 20 minutes to get out there on the court and you, you know how to play. And you always have, you know, three other people there that are going to tell you, no, go stand here, go do this. This is a score, you know, and then, um, and then you're off on your merry way. Yeah. And it's it, the energy over, at least at Bobby Riggs is pretty yeah. um, alive. Well, and I think yeah. that you were just saying also about that whole point. It's everywhere because aren't you also, don't you, Aren't you one of the directors of a huge pickleball facility? Even though you live here in Southern California, yeah. aren't you on the board of directors for a huge one in like Naples, Florida or something like that? Yeah. Isn't that, yeah. The people are always like, Jen, did you move to Naples, Florida? Which is <laughs> what they, they say is the pickleball capital of the world because it's city owned facility and they have 66 permanent courts. Oh my gosh. So 66, right? That's so it's incredible. all in one. Right. All in one area and the city owns it and the place is packed. But yeah. So then I'm like, okay, you know, I live here in Oceanside, California. And then, uh, but I help there in Naples. So, you know, I fly out there four, four times a year, um, you know, during season, don't want to go when it's super hot because you know how great our weather here is. Um, but, uh, but yeah, just basically because I started this little journey because it was fun you know, these opportunities pick up and, and that's kind of like, what's so cool about talking today is whatever moms, you know, something they find that's really interests them, just, you know, keep down that path because, you know, um, it's just the payoffs just unreal. And, uh, you know, no one's getting any younger, so you got to kind of get in there and do it. Well, and just to your point, when you started this 15 years ago, you had, kids that were probably in high school or what, I don't know what ages they were, but it wasn't like you were a 20 year old mom starting this, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They were finally, you know, finally were driving or, or the the sibling was driving them. So, you know, so middle school and kind of dabbled and, um, and then high school. Yeah. And so, you know, because as moms, wherever, whatever stage we're in, you know, things are busy You're juggling a million things. And so a little bit of, opportunity open I used to play tennis um at the local country club so then it's like okay well let me try some pickleball so you know once twice a week get your exercise oh my god this is so fun like you're talking about addicted okay I need to play a little bit more 
because it's so fun and oh my gosh I'm staying in shape and um so yeah it's just it's this this cruise is but um you 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 guys definitely got to check it out so I'm going to bring up a, a point. I w- see, I didn't want to bring it up, Mary, but I was waiting to, for you to bring it up about checking out pickleball. Okay, so yeah. I live near Bobby Riggs. <laughs> yeah. And all my yeah. friends play, and they're playing all the time. I used to play tennis, so I'm like, okay, this could be all right. Well, yeah. I'm a very competitive person. So I get on the court. I, I understand the scoring because I took a lesson, a group okay. lesson. Good. And I don't know, eight minutes before the end of the two-hour hour class I dove for something a ball and I got over my skis tumbled and fractured my wrist oh my goodness but good thing it wasn't bad it was just a little chip so in fact right now I I can't even really tell it happened so I went Uh to get the x-ray and the guy said what happened I, I just said pickleball he goes, okay, you're my first today, but you won't be my last. So what is, <laughs> and then Heather, you know, a chiropractor said something. My husband's chiropractor, he was yeah. said that he could have his own, he could have a separate entrance for all of the pickleball players. Pickleball people. So what right. is your advice about to people who staying just Staying safe and healthy. And get a little too. Over their skis? Over their skis. Right. Enthusiastic, right. competitive. Right. Where right. No, I mean, shoes? how do you say safe, basically? <laughs> <laughs> like bubble wrap or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, actually, it is. It is a sort of a common thing. And actually, I think just today, one of the um, blogs had you know some big statistic of the how many people of, of pickleball injuries. But the overall thought is that you know it does have this unique name, kind of silly name, and so sometimes people get out there on the courts. And they don't really think of it as like a sport, right? They're like, oh, it's just pickleball. I'm just going to hit with my friends. And then, like you shared, those little competitive juices kick in that are, you know, what we're born with. And then you're like, you're off and running. But, of course, you didn't warm up. You didn't stretch. You didn't do, you know, the stuff that you would do, like if you were going to do your 5K or your running or whatever, right? And so you just kind of show up at the court. Someone hands you the paddle and away you go. So, it's kind of a process of the whole educating about, okay, this, this is a sport. We're using all these kind of funky muscles. So, you know, let's do a little bit of warm up. Let's do some stretching to get you, you know, prepared. So when you dive for that shot, like you did, um, you know, you'll, you'll be ready. Well, the instructor told me, and he told the whole (laughs) class and I was the example. He said, you need court shoes, proper shoes. You are wearing Mm. running shoes that are going to propel you forward. Instead yeah. of the court shoes that and he was explaining, so right, I have right. the wrong shoes. But then <laughs> I, I'm uh, I don't I'm still interested in playing. I think I'm yeah. just going to go to St. John's Church, Catholic Church, where they're going to have their own pickleball courts, and so I can be blessed before yeah. I play. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, you know, St. Michael's in Carlsbad, they have two great courts too. You can be blessed there too. But but you know that whole shoe thing is really like the when we're teaching like the training basics 101 because yeah people don't know right if you don't come from the tennis background you, you don't have your tennis you know official shoes on but yeah running's all about going forward right and um, yep. but when we're playing pickleball we go side to side so much um and so then people roll ankles and so like when i'm teaching i'm like okay you know you have running shoes on and like 
oh, I do. Yeah. Like, so, um, yeah, so that's, that's a biggie. And, but now, you know, and now all your listeners know when they go to pickleball court, do not wear their running shoes. Yes. And also I want to put another thing out there. There can be some people that are so competitive. If you're not on their level or close to it, they might smack you down a little bit verbally. <laughs> a little like a trash talking totally trash talking <laughs> talk. you got to start at the right courts with the right oh. people you don't just jump into the competitive no the deep end of the pool right so, away some of my friends are like mary we really want you to play so yeah. just not we, with us we know no they don't say that they say we really want you to play with us and we'll be patient we'll be cool with you, you right know? right but right, there are some, right. know your audience, because the audience will toss you. They'll just yeah, like, yeah. some people get yeah, so, mad. <laughs> sometimes there are, I would say, um, the polite way, like some aggressive court monitors. So the people that, you know, are keeping things all organized. And stuff, because there's so many people showing up at courts, right? Yeah. So it makes sense, like, skill level. Do you want to play, like, aggressive, you go over there, or non-aggressive, like, you go over here. But, um, but when you're talking about trash talking, I wanted to share real quick that um i did write me and my mom wrote the history of pickleball book and in it the founders um i always tell people that they were all for trash talking so these this the founder families would be playing on bainbridge island off seattle where where they created the sports but they are like bantering back and forth you know friendly like hey you know is that all you got (laughs) you know you know talk and talk and talk and, and then of course after you're done playing your three or four hours you know, then you go have a cocktail or go have, you know, some dinner with friend, you know, with each other and you talk about the pickleball, but the whole back and forth, you know, bantering, I, I totally encourage it because I mean, that's kind of how it is. And, you know, we don't want to be say for like a tennis, like you have to be all quiet and polite or I'm not talking about being obnoxious, but I'm telling, you know, that to have fun and you see the, the, the thread of it all is in pickleball is fun um, and have fun with it. And, you know, razzing your friend is fun. Well, and you're really creating a community when you're doing that, yeah. you know, and I think about when you're just talking about the trash talking and, and yeah. then at the end of the day, having a cocktail. Yeah. Rugby is very much like that. You yeah. know, like they're, they go out there and they go hard, hard, hard. And then right. at the end of the game, they all have a beer together. Like, you know, the teams the come together. Yeah. There's not just, they go separate into their own different you know, locker rooms or whatever, they come together, they, ha- they share a beer, they share a meal. Like it's mm-hmm. a real community kind of, I'm, I'm just I'm making, looking at you like, where, who are you talking about rugby? <laughs> but it's, I know so many rugby players. I Do have you? three boys. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. That just yeah. came out of nowhere. <laughs> I know, but, that, but that's what I've always loved about that sport. My boys don't actually play um, rugby. They're all water polo players, but what we do like is that community around sport and around coming and it's just fun. And yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to toss that. Yeah. And no, that, and that's a great observation because that's exactly how it is. You know, you, you meet up and and pickleball is so social, right? Because Mm -hmm. the game can go, you know, 15 minutes, 45 minutes long, whatever. And then you switch and then you're with these other people. So like say, unlike tennis, you, you don't stay with your same foursome. So there's a lot of mixing around and, you know, you're, we're, because of the layout of the court, you're like 14 feet away from your opponent because there's like the line and the kitchen line seven feet back. So you're close. So you're like, you're talking and, you know, not necessarily during the point, but you have close, um, close to each other. And so the whole social thing 
is one of the big, you know, sellers of it. And then, of course, you know, afterwards, you know, because you want to keep going. You just met this person or like, oh, my God, you know, you're, what do you do for a living? Oh, my God, you know, yes. let's have a coffee or whatever. Yep. So, yep, yeah, exactly. I think it's fantastic. It is. I'm going to yeah. give it another try. Yes. And yes, I'll give it exactly. my first try. How about that? You give it, when you give it another try, I'll give it my first try. Cause I haven't played pickleball. Just get the right shoes, man. I am going yeah, to do it. You gotta, you gotta do that. Cause the courts are so close to you guys for sure. I know. I love learning from Mary's mistakes. You're like, you go first, Mary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How'd that work out for you? Yeah. I know not what to do. All right, Jennifer. Yeah. As we get ready to close out the show here, what for the mom who is at home and beyond the pickleball court, what advice do you have for her to follow her passion and for her to take a big leap and go after her dream? Yeah, I would definitely say exactly. Go after your dreams. I mean, as moms, you know, whatever age or whatever chapter we're in with our kids, um, life gets busy, but you definitely have to carve out the spot for you. And as we just talked about, you know, find that, find your fun, right? Because you're going to find your fun and that's the path that you're going to go down. And um, it's just, it's just so awesome, um, you know, that Pickleball checks a lot of those boxes. And, and I was listening to your guys' great podcast and I, ha- I was listening to Amber, the one that did the business of blogging. And I just typed out, she had this great quote. She says, uh, you have a moral obligation to meet the people that need you. To find the people that need you, we each have a unique voice. And then I add, share it and have fun. Oh, oh my gosh. You just gave me goosebumps. I love that. (laughs) Well, and thank you for listening to our other show. That was our, um, that was Amber Bracegirdle and she's on our Mom's Town 365 podcast. Yeah. 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 It was just, it was just cool. I was like listening to, but you know, just how all us moms can help each other. Right. Yeah. And to find your fun and make sure you check out Pickleball or if you play keep playing and uh, rock, rock, rock your pickleball world for sure. So also Jen, where can people find you? You, They can find me. I have a blog or like a website called allpickleball.com. So it's A-L-L pickleball.com. And there I've shared um, all like the travels and lots of playing tips and then like uh, different clinics or camps will teach around the world. You know, like if you want to go to Madrid this summer, this September, I'll be there and we can play some pickleball. Um, but uh, yeah, all pickleball and then also Facebook and Instagram, Jennifer Lucor, you can find me. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. This is How Mom Made It and Jen Made It playing pickleball. Thank you for being with us. You're welcome. Hi there, it's us, Mary and Heather. The lawyers want you to know a few things about this podcast. First, it's for entertainment and education purposes only. And a few things about us. We're not doctors, psychiatrists, psychologists, counselors, financial advisors, or professional coaches. As Mary likes to say, we're just talkers. Always seek the advice of professionals. That's it. Thanks for listening.